Welcome to the First United Methodist Church. We hope our sermon broadcast will bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And jumping up, he stood and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they, and they recognized him. They recognized him as the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Lord our God, by your Holy Spirit, move among us today that we might hear the word that you have for us, even if it's different than the word that I would share. May it be that our lives would be so empowered, so empowered to reach out, to offer the right hand, and to lift up. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Roberta Cabot once shared a story. She said, Tiny Blossom lived as an orphan. A, a traumatic encounter with a car broke her spine, and, and for many months she dragged her crippled back legs as she cried around the neighborhood. A local tomcat consistently beat up Blossom, and on the night... The tomcat battered her on my porch. I took her in. Her hindquarters slowly healed, but her tail required amputation. Blossom rubbed up against me and purred when she ate, but she wouldn't let me hold her. Intending to give her away someday, I, I didn't care. However, one night... While working at my computer, Blossom unexpectedly jumped into my lap. She looked intently into my eyes, hearing the shriek of the skidding tires of life in her ears. In light of the rejection, pain, and fear in my life, can I really trust this woman to love me? Blossom's eyes queried. Ever so gently, I stroked her head and she relaxed, her eyes closing as she leaned into my hand. And at that moment, my love birthed for her. My heart ached and then adopted her. I could choose any cat, mind you, even a $500 Persian show cat. But I cherished Blossom because she is broken tiny, and vulnerable. Any chance that might reflect the cripple who was taken in and set at the gate called Beautiful? Couldn't go into the temple, could he? No, he couldn't. He was broken. Broken people couldn't go into the temple. 
So he was set outside the temple in hopes that there would be some who would have pity upon him and give him something that would enable him to survive. Hmm? A blossom. We, we live in a community of blossoms, don't we? People who are broken and vulnerable. If given a choice, well, they would choose to be whole. You see, whole is a whole lot less expensive, right? Whole is got a whole lot more options. Whole is full of dreams. Whole is life. But broken? Broken fuels nightmares. Broken hurts. Broken is vulnerable. Broken is is near death. Broken for most was not an intentional thing. They didn't do it on purpose. It probably was a physical or a mental or an emotional violation by another or a foolish decision that had horrible consequences. Maybe even an accident that no one could have predicted. Broken. No matter the cause, the brokenness was and remains traumatic. An encounter with a speeding car called sin. If life could be lived over again, the blossoms would choose a different course. They wouldn't want to be broken. But broken has has come with it the awareness that they're never going to be whole again. Never the same as what it was before they were broken. Why is it that whole is taken for granted? But broken can never be ignored. You know, whether literally or or metaphorically, blossoms all around us are are really truly relying on others to carry them to the temple gate, to, to a place where people gather. Maybe you know those places. Support groups, local clubs, social gatherings, bars, Drug houses, churches. It's not a place that they are expecting to be healed, just accepted. Accepted with that sense of being able to to perhaps beg for and receive some sense of relief. They may be looked on with pity. Pity for their circumstances. But at least they won't be turned away. They hope. In fact, it's quite likely they'll have a a sympathetic and listening ear because, you see, if they will all be honest, they all 
are broken too. And us? Do we not brush shoulders with, play with, work with, share lot lines perhaps with, blossoms? Folks who, taking into consideration the rejection and the pain and the fear in their life, are longing for someone just to love them. They call out. They call out asking for money and time and presence and attention. Their eyes plead for mercy, but their eyes then quickly, quickly turn away, ashamed of their brokenness, uncertain whether they can really trust anyone to love them. God's Spirit is on me. He's chosen me to preach the message of good news to the poor, sent me to announce pardon to prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to to set the burdened and the battered free, and to announce this is God's year to act. That's how Jesus loves Blossoms all. Did we not come to Him broken and fearful? He calms our anxieties, places His strong hand on our shoulder, and then we end up relaxing in His embrace. And the noise of the world that is around us seems to fade away. We come like Blossom, wondering if we dare trust Him when everything else in life has led us down and Jesus Jesus would meet us at our need at our hurt at our ache he touches us and we are healed now Jesus knows what it's like to be a blossom he was broken and because he was we can be made whole And we thought he brought it on himself that God was punishing him for his own failures, but it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him. Our sins. He took the punishment that made us whole. Through his bruises, we get healed. That's what Isaiah said about Jesus long before Jesus showed up. God, listen to this, God who made creation whole, whose breath is life, who can make the flowers bloom and the trees dance in the wind, who himself is holy, whole. He chose to be broken on a cross to take away our brokenness. Jesus was broken to break the cause of our brokenness and to make us whole. We're called to remember that 
every time we gather around the holy table, are we not? Words such as the body of Christ, broken for you. The blood of Christ that was spilt for you. It's an awesome thing to ponder, isn't it? God and broken at the same time seems an oxymoron. And yet Jesus was broken to break the cause of our brokenness and make us whole. And because he was, we can know that we do not have a high priest who is out of touch with our reality. And boy, have we had reality lately. Hmm? He is not out of touch with the reality of death and violence and harm. He is not out of touch with the essence of illness and cancer and all those other crazy things that we get to deal with. He's not out of touch. Broken God lives in a shack that is full of holes with no running water. Broken God weeps as yet another promise is broken on the needlepoint of addiction. God, broken, feels the anguish of relationships that have been severed by pride and greed and jealousy and coveting and all those other things. Jesus knows exactly, exactly where we are at and how we feel and how we hurt because Jesus was broken. And because he was We get to be here in this place living within the wholeness that He has given us, worshiping an awesome God who is Himself whole and yet broke for us. And Jesus can meet with the blossoms because He knows exactly where they are at and what they feel and how they hurt But the blossoms, maybe here, but likely out there, the blossoms that are around us are people who are broken and vulnerable. And guess what? They're focusing on you and on me. They're focusing on us. Those eyes that are longing, those pleas for compassion, those hands that are stretched out to receive are looking at you and they're calling to you and they're reaching out for you and for me. But what do we have? What do we have? What can we possibly give them? John and Peter looked at their blossom that was sitting at the gate called Beautiful 
who was expecting to receive something. He was actually hoping that they would throw a bunch of coins in his hat. Silver or gold I do not have, Peter told the crippled beggar. Now many of us, let's be honest, many of us here have a whole lot more than what Peter and John did then. Right? And we should be sharing what we have with the blossoms in need. But, if that's all we do, if that is where we stop, if we only give money or stuff, Blossom's still going to be in need. Blossom will still lack what can make him or her whole. The broken and the vulnerable give us their attention, expecting something from us. And they're willing to accept whatever we're willing to give them. But what they really, really want, what they really, really need, is to be made whole. And we can't do that, can we? There's nothing that we can offer in our own power or in our own godliness that can make anyone else whole. But what I have, I will give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, walk. We, you see, get to bring them to Jesus who can make them whole. That's what we can do. That's why the mission is, while you're going, yeah, I know, we read it in the Bible, it says, go and make disciples, right? But the Greek says, while you're going, as in, why would you be doing anything else? While you're going, go make disciples. Go make disciples. Go bring somebody to me. Go out and meet them. Go out and help them to know me. Because you see, I was broken so that they could be made whole. Just like you. We get to bring them Jesus. Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creatures, Mark says. What's good news? Good news is to be whole. Good news is to hear the screeching tires outside and find yourself jumping up into his lap and looking up and saying, can I trust you? And realizing instantaneously, yes, I can. But Blossom's not going to know until you introduce Blossom to Jesus. You know, Mark continued that phrase, began 
go into all the world and preach good news to all creation. Yeah. And then he said after that, and whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And we read the English and we bounce right over top of that. But did you know that the Greek word that is translated saved is also the Greek word for heal, is also the Greek word for to be made whole? So whoever believes and is baptized will be made whole. Made whole. When we bring the blossoms hurting and vulnerable to faith in Jesus Christ, they get to experience what you and I have already experienced, the privilege of being made whole. Peter told the crowd that couldn't understand why this guy that used to be lame and sitting outside the temple but now was jumping around like a crazed man because he finally could walk again and he's going through the temple just jumping and praising God. And the crowd is going, what is going on? And Peter says, by faith, in the name of Jesus Christ, this man whom you see and know, was made strong. It is Jesus' name and faith that comes through him that has given this man complete healing, literally completely made whole. And he was. It wasn't just his legs that got muscles and his ankles that got strong. This man went from a person who was dejected and ashamed of his physical condition, ashamed to be able to even look up at anyone, hoping that, that just because he was sitting by the gate, somebody might have pity on him. You remember, though, what, Paul, what Peter did. He said, look up at me. Yeah. But that tells us where his emotions were. That tells us where his spirit was. And now, now, <laughs> there's no one that's going to keep him from looking up and praising God as he's jumping around the temple being absolutely crazy. When was the last time you came to church and was absolutely crazy? Maybe we all should be just a little more often, don't you think? Yeah. He was. And, and, he, and Peter says to him, that's not just anything. This is faith in Christ. This is someone who has received a wholeness. You and I, we get to brush shoulders with, play with, work with, walk past, share lot lines with blossoms, with people who in light of the rejection and the pain and the fear in their life are longing for someone that they can trust to love them. And some have lost all hope. I don't know all of the reasons for all of the crazy shootings that have been going on in the last month. I'm guessing that a big reason is because they've lost hope. And we've got it to give. Can they trust you to love them? Will you give them Jesus? 
You can, you know. It's not terribly hard. It, it begins with a genuine smile, a hug, maybe a firm hand on the shoulder. There's something that says, you can trust me. You can make a phone call. If they're your neighbor next door, when was the last time you shouted over the fence and had a conversation with them? You can do a chore for them. Or better yet, do a chore with them. Because then you get to talk with them. You can bring them a meal, but why don't you just have them over for dinner? Because then you can talk with them and introduce them to your Jesus. Mingle with the blossoms of your community. And then when they ask, why are you doing this? Tell them. That's not hard either. Tell them. Tell them it's because Jesus loves you and wants you to be whole. And I just kind of wanted you to know. So I thought I'd do this for you. Have you over for dinner, whatever it might take. What it boils down to is you need to be willing, and I'm asking you, be willing to cherish the blossoms because you have something to give the broken blossoms in your family oh (laughs) yeah or maybe in your neighborhood in your community in your church give them Jesus by giving them you Cherish the blossoms. Would you pray with me? Holy and wonderful God, we we confess that it's real easy. Real easy to throw a few bucks in a in a red kettle at Christmas time. Real easy to buy up a few groceries and bring them to the food pantry. Real easy to turn our heads. It's okay. It's important for us, I think, to share from the abundance that you've given us. I think you've called us to take the blessings that you've given and and to share them as a blessing in someone else's life. But, But God, what is going to be necessary if they can truly be whole is, is that they get to know you. So, Lord, I I just pray. I pray that you will open our eyes to the blossoms around us. See the beauty in them, even as we might see the beauty in a flower. Recognize the value that they have. And then share Jesus with them. Help us. Empower us to reach out our right hand and lift them up. In the name of our Christ, I pray. Amen.